0: Welcome to North of the Shire, your podcast on all things Lord of the Rings, although I'm quite sure it's mostly about the Middle-Earth Strategy Battle Game by Games Workshop. I'm your host, Don, and this is episode 43. Once again, I'm here with my regular
1: co-host, Mr. Andrew Brock. That's right, regular and only co-host.
0: That's right. The only, the one and only co-host.
1: The one and only coast who apparently does not know what episode we're on cuz the episode title right now is episode 45. 45.
0: Oh wow. That's just like you're living large
1: there. That's right. We have already shot ahead 3 months. <laughs> we should, we
0: probably should be on episode 45 by now but we're we're still on like only 43 cuz we oh, Come on. We should be
1: episode on, on episode 50 at this point. <laughs> Being generous
0: yeah yeah all right so have you been doing any hobbying lately because i haven't seen you
1: for a while god no god no Our audit started no uh literally that's what's been eating up all my time uh thankfully it finished today um so kudos to my team and i and got it all done and now i can move on to different things so
0: non non non-work related fun
1: (sighs) things yes exactly yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, other than that, no, I have been... The one thing I have been doing is patting our, myself on the back for uh, us knowing um, that about the GW licensing issue before it hit the mainstream.
0: Before it hit the mainstream. Fill me in.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, as a result of the, um, the live stream, everyone's like, mm-hmm. what's going on here? What is going on with this? And, you know, hey, we... Uh, We were a source of news to some people, I guess, and hopefully a source of tempering people's expectations Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, hey, good things are coming. Good things are coming. Yeah,
0: honestly, this kind of thing is, it's hard, but you just, you got to be patient because it's like, no matter how much you, you know, try to squeeze information out of anybody in a situation like this, it's not happening. You know, just just relax
1: <laughs> hey if, if Rob Alderman's comment on the GBHL Facebook group is anything of uh, a note um, squeezing information out of them at this point is a no go um, yeah. he seems to be the master of saying a lot about nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but you know what like uh, it, there was a post on the GBHL and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know kind of a uh, would you say it was a frustrated post uh, like a meme Um, just like, Hey, what's, yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, what's going on kind of thing. And, uh, sort of a call out and, uh, to his credit, like Rob Alderman, he stepped up and he answered, which was great. And like you said, Mm -hmm. he he didn't really say a lot, honestly, but like he participated in the conversation. Um, and he, you know, he did, he did respond and he did say some things, but nothing about the licensing and stuff. But what he did say was the same thing that they said on, um, on the live stream, um, Warhammer Fest, where they said basically we can't talk about it right now, which, you know, it's it's basically screaming, you know, they're all under an NDA. So, like, y- there's no point even asking for information at this point. It's just you're just going to make yourself frustrated. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much to our chagrin about wanting more communication from GW, but uh, it is what mm-hmm. it is. And, uh, he did allude to the fact that they're under an NDA things are, there are things to be released. He didn't mention that, um, mm-hmm. which they've mentioned in the live streams. This is all, he's sort of all just repeating and reiterating what was said there. And you know what said from one source, eh, said from multiple sources, a lot more believable. So stuff's coming.
0: I think so. Anyway, it's obviously an interesting topic to uh, quite a few people because what happened like that last episode that we put out, who knew it became like our most downloaded episode ever. And it's only been out for what, like three or four weeks or whatever it's been. Um, So people are obviously interested in that topic. Um, Mm. But yeah, hopefully this doesn't go on for too long, but I suspect it probably Mm. will go
1: on for a few months. Uh, yeah I, I have a feeling that um
0: it, you know, it it
1: if they're talking about it now i think they're in the final stages you wouldn't be talking about it if the idea of the the license and holding mm-hmm. the rights exclusive rights was like like on the the 50-50 was on was on the defense um mm-hmm. if you're pretty much in mop up um then yeah i think mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 okay to talk about a little bit about it so yeah. um, I think we should expect to see something in the next couple of months, as you said. Uh, as someone who's been dealing with a lot with contracts lately, the last little fiddly bits can take months because the yeah. lawyers have to go over specific wording and all that stuff. And it's just yeah. back and forth and you just have to accept it,
0: you know? Yeah, it's just, just relax, take a breath. It'll and,
1: happen. Uh, And know that they're going to just do a massive model dump when they come out. I bet. (laughs) I hope they do.
0: Hopefully, yeah.
1: Hopefully leading with a supplement. Lead with a supplement. Mm -hmm. If you've got all these things to be released, release it with a supplement. Mm -hmm. About the Misty Mountain. No more importantly, about the Second Age. Yeah. Just go there. Just go there. Yeah, for (laughs) sure.
0: Well, anyway, for me, as a result of our our own episode, like I I have kept my interest up on on the topic, even though it may be uh, somewhat... Um, not directly related but like I've been the the company I work for like we have CNC machines um, mm-hmm. but they're kind of the traditional CNC machine where we're cutting sheet stock at like gig, big giant CNC machines um, not at all like the ones that they use to make uh, molds with so uh, right. I looked, yeah, yeah. I looked into that a, a little bit and I found it really fascinating because it's like, I don't work directly with these, but we have them at my work and the CNC machines that they use to make, um, aluminum molds for, um, injection molding plastic. It's, it's like so incredibly small and detailed compared to what, to what I'm used to, to looking at. So kind of went down a rabbit hole on that, um like reading and watching youtube videos and whatever on uh, mold making with cnc machines and you know all of that and uh, you know learned about five axes cnc machines and it's oh, like dang. yeah crazy stuff that's out there that i didn't even know about it's like wow this is like this is a really deep topic
1: <laughs> It is. The, I think the yeah. best video I've seen on that subject is from Goober Town Hobbies yeah. uh, where he, he went to an actual miniature making company, uh, went on their warehouse, walked through the whole process. He saw the CNC machine making the aluminum mold, mm-hmm. um, saw the machine doing the injection press, um, injection mold, uh, mold, uh, plastic molding, um, yeah. and it was incredible. Um, just yeah, whole it's a process. really good
0: video, Goobertown mm-hmm. Hobbies. If you haven't seen it, it's really worth watching. Just as a point of interest, seeing as we're all interested in in uh, little plastic toy soldiers, seeing how they're made, it's quite fascinating. And injection molding machines is another one. Uh, there's a lot of good videos out there on on how that system works. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, again, it's like the company I work for. Like we have very similar machines to that. Um, probably. A, a level up in complexity, um, but to see those those even the injection molding machines are uh, are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I'll say this to again, I like using the word temper to temper people's sort of expectation on GW and prices. <clears throat> when you watch the injection molding machine pump out a hundred of your favorite sprues mm-hmm. in under like. 20 minutes and you say to yourself why am i paying 50 bucks for this (laughs) sprue please note that the cost of the cnc um the, the the time to use the cnc machine and the bits to make the mold plus the research and development the model making to make the model in the first place is quite a costly endeavor
0: yeah
1: um and while companies use Things like depreciation and depreciating the value of this, you know, product they've made over the course of many years. They still have to sell all that product over the course of mm-hmm. many years to make back their money. Uh, and most of these companies want to do a make back two, three times their investment, right? So when you see a hundred of these um, injection pressed um, plastic molds um, come out, plastic sprues come out, and you're like, this this costs pennies in, mm-hmm. in variable cost. Well, the fixed cost is uh, quite quite uh, much higher.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was interesting, you know that that Goobertown video was it was what kind of started my deep dive into all this. I watched that, and then I, I started watching videos on injection molded plastic, you know, machinery and uh then on the cnc stuff but yeah you watch that video and i believe it was that video that he was saying that it, it's like literally 30 seconds a sprue like your mold mm-hmm. time it's like you know so you're you know only mm-hmm. 30 seconds between each one so like once it's going it's it's gold but but getting oh, yeah. there is, is it's, it's it like even just to make one mold like takes days just on the cnc Right, yep. and getting to that stage too is just the amount of labor that goes into it is is probably astronomical.
1: Oh, absolutely, and those are the the days to, to make that mold. They're only making half a mold. You still have to make the other half. So yeah. it's so like days times two.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So um, I was going to ask you how was there how was your time off for, since we last chatted? How would you do? Any hobby oh, stuff? pretty good. Of, yeah, I've
0: actually um I've actually been doing some hobby stuff. Um, I was I was getting ready to pull the trigger on an event, and then like a whole bunch of other events and and tournaments popped up. So I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'm not going to worry about it now. And uh, one of them was uh, two two different sort of uh, local groups in in our community have started up slow grow leagues, kind of both <laughs> at the same time. So. Um, I had collected a whole bunch of, uh, Azog's Legion, Azog's Hunters stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. it was actually because I had a bit of it and then one of our listeners, like many episodes ago, um, I think I answered his question, uh, when you weren't on, um, Mm -hmm. but he was curious, uh, whether it was possible to do like the micro warband thing with, um, with the Hunter Orcs and, uh, Azog's Legion uh kind of thing yeah so i answered that question and he 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 had posed an army and i sort of did my own spin on it and i ended up collecting the models i got all the the three hunter Orc uh heroes and you know i got a couple ogres a couple bats uh some berserkers some hunter orcs you know all all of the stuff and um so that's what i'm building for my uh my slow grow so uh i had one day off last week so i finished putting them all together the first 200 points anyways and priming mm-hmm. them and started painting and whatever and huh? uh when was it a couple of days ago on my way home from work i stopped off and and had a couple of games lost both of mm-hmm. them so started out strong um, strong as you yeah. always do yeah 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 but yeah it was a lot of fun just to see the guys again and uh looking forward to finishing that off right away though i noticed a problem with with this force as a micro warband force and because it's built around mid-level heroes which you know the hunter orcs have three good ones the problem is two of them are fight four which is which is really (laughs) not good for 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 using as a micro warband kind of thing they're mounted and they have three might which is great but like the fight four is is a killer, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I set up a, a game winning heroic combat in one of my games, and the other guy had fight four, um, and a warrior, and he rolled a six, Ooh. and ended up winning the fight, and it was like, Ugh. bucket of cold oh. water on my awesome <laughs> move.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh man, yeah, the fight four is uh, is not cool when it comes to your uh, your heroes
0: no no the other thing i've been doing too is like i painted up some 20 year old models that i've had kicking around here for for that long and they're for war master so we every once in a while we pull out the war master models which is the 10 millimeter scale um Mm -hmm. sort of warhammer world uh stuff and uh like i have an undead or it's now called tomb kings and um I still had like a few blisters worth of my metal models that weren't painted. So we're mm-hmm. getting together in a couple of weeks to play some of that. So I, I pulled out a couple of units of skeletons and painted them up. Um, so yeah, I'm almost through all of it. It only took me 20 years, but we're almost there. A couple more blister packs worth and we'll be done.
1: It's 10 millimeters, man. You're painting skeletons, for gosh (laughs) sakes. Literally, like, spray paint, bleach bone, and then ink wash, and you're done.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is, yeah. Uh, What's that (laughs) new term that everybody's using now? Slap chop? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, what is this slap chop anyways? Like, let me, like, see, there must be a video one with a slap chop. So I, like, watched a video on slap chop, and I said, oh, okay, it's the way I paint figures. (laughs) <laughs> that's what essentially it is this is basically you prime them you know prime them zenithal prime let's say and uh, yeah and then you're using the contrast paints on and pick out a little detail that's that's Slap Chop that that's exactly what I do now that's how I paint my stuff
1: yeah, yeah. all my hobbies were painted uh, via Slap yeah
0: chop. yeah you know I'm all for it
1: <laughs> all for it too whatever gets the models on the table faster
0: <laughs> that's right All right, well, let's move on to our main topic.
1: And in this main topic, I didn't create it.
0: No, you didn't. I did that's right I'm that's why it's like i don't have like pages and pages of like notes written out like you always do i just have kind of a general of an idea of what i want to talk about and a whole bunch of information so that's what it is and what he it is, also has is
1: a 70 page 70 cell 70 column row whatever you want to call it spreadsheet of like every known hobbit hero list of heroes okay so
0: hey you were got the one work. that made the spreadsheet i just filled in the information
1: That is true i did
0: <laughs> that's right so anatomy of a hobbit so <clears throat> uh we've been talking a little bit about hobbits lately because you've been playing with them mm-hmm. um yeah and i just i wanted to talk about this because like basically we're not going to be talking about like going over in detail all of the individual profiles for hobbits but essentially what i want to do is looking at uh the race of hobbits can we go through their stat line and find out like what are the the top numbers in each category for hobbits so essentially for example like Which Hobbit heroes have the highest strength? Like, I assume there's probably a tie, but, you know, and which have the highest courage and what is that number, right? So, like, essentially at the end of the conversation, we should be able to figure out, like, what the biggest, baddest Hobbit is that could possibly exist based on all of the information that we've been presented. So, basically, we could create a Franken-Hobbit,
1: Okay.
0: From, f- from the
1: information. Okay.
0: So what we'll do is we'll start um, with probably the most boring one, which is movement. And I think every hobbit propo- profile out there is move four.
1: That is correct. So there's no,
0: yeah, there's no higher low there. It's just four.
1: How <laughs> goblins have moved five when they're the same height as a hobbit?
0: Yeah. God, um definitely. okay so after that we go to fight
1: mm-hmm. all
0: right so again there's like a lot of hobbits with three
1: yeah which i one of the mainstay heroes
0: yeah and so like there's too many hobbits with th- three to list and i think the only other fight is there anything
1: less than two uh there is. is malicious if i won
0: oh yeah and also Rosie cotton is a one and
1: Rosie. Rosie is a amplifier for Sam.
0: Yeah. So your high stat for fight for a Hobbit is three.
1: It is one of the reasons why in battle companies they were all hero archers and not <laughs> um, not warrior archer warrior players. Like right, it's just no right good. On. Uh,
0: okay, moving on to shoot. Uh, pretty much they're all three plus.
1: That is correct. Yeah.
0: I don't think there's any exceptions in all of Hobbit no.
1: Every hobbit loves to throw their stones. That's right.
0: They're all good with the with the bows and the stones. That's um right. Strength. There's definitely a lot of twos.
1: There's also a um, one from Lobelia. Who's the one? A Lobelia Sackful Baggins. She'd rather hit oh, yeah, you with yeah, her yeah. uh her um. Or uh, umbrella then use a weapon against you.
0: <laughs> but it looks like three is the is the top rung. So we got Paladin Took, Farmer, Farmer Maggot, Maggot. Mm-hmm. Bendobris, Will Whitfoot Wholefoot um, Brace Girdle.
1: So we got a few girdle. there
0: with strength three.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Still, there's no Strength 4, no Strength 4 Hobbit.
1: I was kind of expecting um, Bandobras to be Strength 4, to be honest. He can ride a horse, Mm -hmm. you know? I expect that, I don't know why. He hit a goblin's head clean off, it landed in a hole, and he invented the game of golf. Like, he got to be strength 4 to do that. And he did
0: all of that with strength 3. Go figure.
1: Yeah, like, go figure. That means every man of Gondor could have just done that. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Their game of golf could just be carrying around, like, uh, goblin prisoners and just, like, smack the (laughs) the goblin's head. (laughs) Um, Continue. Okay,
0: defense. So, defense (laughs) is a little bit of uh, an iffy one because the mithril shirt kind of throws a monkey wrench into it. Um,
1: I think it's armor throws a monkey wrench into it, because well, the only like three armor, people who have defense four have armor.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, defense as a stat is going to be affected by the presence of armor or heavy armor or mithril shirt or no armor or shield. Um, it's part of the stat line, but, like, there's... I I just kind of find like the the mithril shirt is a unique item, um, unique piece of war gear. So I guess it's still valid um, because it's going to win the category. But it's kind of to me, it's kind of a stat with an asterisk beside it. So Frodo, Frodo, the nine fingers uh, is defense six. Um,
1: I'd, I'd be more inclined to go with defense five, to be honest with you, because how
0: come Bilbo only gets defense five?
1: Um, cause his the, is, defense before the shirts two is defense too. Ah, yes. Cause the shirt gives you plus three defense. And so Frodo has defense three base. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which actually you have to buy the mythal shirt as an upgrade. Um, right. For certain, with certain versions of Frodo. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the other standout here is Marriott, Marriott, Brandybuck, Knight of the Mark. Um, mm-hmm. So he's got armor and can have a shield. So he's four slash five, which is pretty darn good for a Hobbit.
1: Can't Peregrine also take um, a shield as well? No. Really? I thought he could.
0: Nope.
1: Hmm. No shield for, for Peregrine. So... So you think six is the right call here? You think five or four? What's what's your feel?
0: Well, it's like six, but yeah, you have to have the Mithril shirt, and there's only one Mithril shirt in in all of Middle-earth. So it's like, well, I don't know. To me, it's like a hobbit with armor and shield is defense five. That's kind of the mm-hmm. best it gets, unless you're fortunate enough to find that one and only Mithril shirt.
1: Exactly. That's like saying, what's the best man when well, he's wielding Anduril? I'm like, yeah. is he? You know. Yeah,
0: so let let's call it five. Yeah. Let's call it okay. five. Armor, armor with shield. Okay. Basically. Uh, okay. What's the next stat? Attacks. Oh, attacks. Oh, attacks. Yeah. Is there any that have more than one attack?
1: Yes. Mary and uh, Perry, uh, Perry, Marydock and Peregrine and Farmer Maggot all have two attacks.
0: Oh, the Captain of the Shire. Marietta, Captain of the Shire. Peregrine, Captain of the Shire. Two attacks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yes, and Farmer Maggot as well.
1: And Bandoburus has two attacks. Bandoburus,
0: yeah. He's no slouch, even with his strength three.
1: Two I mean, attacks, There are a couple okay. others, like, but yeah, generally most hobbits, to my chagrin, are at two attacks. I wish someone was a three. <laughs> You know three what attacks would perf- with
0: strength four. That's what they're calling out for.
1: Oh, I know. You know what would have been great? Just a quick aside. Mm-hmm. Why Sam didn't get two attacks? I mean, come on. It's two attacks plus Rosie giving him three. I would have been the one guy. He's like, he's the three he attack guy. Beast. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, it would have been overpowered. He's fight three. Like, come yeah. on. He's perfectly Yeah, Yeah,
0: Wise the brave. He only has one attack.
1: Da- I don't da- know. know. He, the, the he, he fought
0: Shelob, for God's sakes.
1: He fought Shelob, and then he ran into the tower wielding his pot and his and sting. Two wielding That's two attacks. That's two attacks. Come on now.
0: That's right. Pot and sword.
1: That's right.
0: Plus one uh, attack courage. for the pot. That should have been. No, yeah, wounds. Right? Wounds. We forgot wounds. Oh, we're
1: wounds. We forgot wounds, for wounds. Yeah, yeah. I think two is the high.
0: I would be surprised if there was a three. Who we got? Frodo Baggins, Samwise... Frodo the Nine Fingers, Mariotic, Peregrine, Paladin, Paladin, Farmer, Paladin Maggot. Farmer Maggot, Bilbo Baggins, Bendoborus, uh Farmer Cotton. Lots of them. Whole foot brace yeah. girdle. Wow, there's tons. <laughs> there's a few more.
1: Well it's uh, anything anything over like twenty five points, I think, gets you gets you two wounds.
0: Oh, is that what it is?
1: Yeah, give or take. It's anything over yeah. twenty five points.
0: Makes sense. Okay, two is, two is the high water mark for for wounds. Um, the next one is a little bit of a wider spread courage, because hobbits have surprisingly good courage.
1: Stupidly good courage for the points value. Yeah,
0: actually, there's very few of them that have a low courage. Yeah. Like Lotho is a three. And Falco Boffin is a three, and Rosie Cotton is a three. But I think that's it. Everything else is a four or above. Nope, there's one nope. more. Fredegar. Fredegar is a three. But, uh, but yeah. yeah,
1: they are. get very high courage. So there's a six. lot of fours. It's a lot of fives and a lot of sixes, though. A couple. Yeah, lot, there are a lot more sixes than you would see in, in an army.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, how many sixes we got here? Frodo, Sam, uh, Frodo the Nine Fingers, uh, six sixes. Yeah, Lobelia, Bilbo. Is that it? That's it. Mm-hmm. But that's a
1: lot. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, you know, if you've really if you're taking this as a full army, just quick aside, mm-hmm. you're gonna take Meridoc. Captain of the, um, of the, was it the shire? Captain of the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the knight of the mark, and he's got the horn, which gives you plus one courage, and it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. count as a horn. So you take a war horn on top of that, and you get plus two courage for your whole army.
0: Oh, it doesn't count as a war horn.
1: So it does not say in the rules. This is not. A, this it doesn't say in the rules. This is a war horn. Therefore, it can stack with. The uh, normal Warhorn.
0: Oh, I don't know. That sounds like it's got an element of uh, cheese to it.
1: Oh, it absolutely does. But you're playing the hobbits, man. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Like, they need every ounce they can get. Their stones aren't even throwing weapons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Okay, let's move on to those heroic stats. Your might, will, and fate. We should be all over the place here. Um, Okay, might. Does any of them have three?
1: Nope. Two is the highest. Yeah, no
0: one with three might. Oh, my goodness. That's
1: right. It's devastating. Yeah.
0: yeah, so your highest of all of your star performers is two. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're the usual suspects, right? Yeah. There you go. Samwise the Brave. He's got two. So does Sam Gamgee.
1: Usually the Quattro so, Hobbits have two. Yeah. And the big four.
0: Right on. Uh, what about will?
1: Four from Lotho Baggins.
0: Oh, I was looking up here at Frodo Baggins with three Lotho Baggins, eh?
1: Lotho has a special rule that he's in the army. He's the last one. He can spend his point of will to like boost the fight of hobbits within three inches of him. I think by uh, by plus one fight.
0: Is that well? His rules are a family rivalry and considerable wealth. So probably considerable considerable wealth. wealth. Yeah. Well,
1: but the nice thing is Lotho can affect both Sharky's Rogues and Hobbits. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz he can be he can be on the uh on the bad side, right?
1: That is correct.
0: All right, so your last stat is fate. And we do have some with
1: 3. Uh, well, you've got the uh, Frodo Baggins and Samwise Gamgee.
0: That's right and bilbo baggins so three of them
1: three three fate hobbits that's right two of them ring bearers good point good point
0: Um, actually all of them are ring bearers because Uh, sam carried the ring as well so the only ones that actually have three fate are the three that actually carried the
1: ring that is true sam carried it by technicality because frodo uh got uh pinched by yeah. Shelob.
0: yeah do you want to just quickly go through the heroic actions to see what kind of spread of heroic actions we have
1: um sure you've got all of them by the looks of it um we'll just go through
0: if... anyone that has a one we'll read it off i'll start and we'll alternate okay sure so frodo baggins has defense
1: Samwise Gamgee has Strike and Strength.
0: And Peregrine Took, Guard of the Citadel, also has Defense.
1: Oh, uh, Mary has Strike. I thought he had Strike as well, Peregrine. He's even worse, man. You're terrible.
0: (laughs) Frodo of the Nine Fingers, Resolve and Defense. So far, all of the ones I've read have had Defense.
1: (laughs) Sam has Resolve and Strike
0: and mariotta captain of the shire march strike and challenge
1: that's who i was thinking of peregrine captain of the shire march accuracy and strike
0: oh those are three solid heroics those
1: are some really good heroics.
0: yeah uh paladin took accuracy seems kind of weird because he doesn't have a bow but i guess he can throw a stone
1: um, actually, it's because his special rule allows him to um, upgrade uh, Hobbit archers to Tookish Hunters. Good point. Uh, Bilbo Baggins has resolved. Wait a
0: minute. Paladin Took has that rule?
1: He does, yeah. He has it as well as, I think it's, is it Mare or is it Pippin? One of the two has it. Both of them have the special rule. You can upgrade uh, models, archers in your warband to Tookish Hunters. For oh, a plus I didn't one know plan. he
0: had it. Mm-hmm. It was uh-huh. a random one. I'm like, that's
1: weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, who's next?
1: Captain had has resolve.
0: And Ben Dobris has strike and strength. Who figure he would have strength. That's why he doesn't have strength four. He's got heroic strength, of course. There you go.
1: Of course, of course. Farmer Tolman Cotton has resolve and challenge. Hmm.
0: Um. And we've got Will Whitfoot, Mayor of Hobbiton, has resolve. Oh.
1: And Falco Boffin also has resolve.
0: And Wholefoot Bracegirdle has
1: march. And Robin Smallborough has march. Not surprising. They're both sheriffs.
0: Yeah. Baldo Tulpenny has accuracy.
1: And that is the last one. That's it.
0: Right on. All right, so they have a mixture of weapons and war gear, and special rules are all over the map. Uh, I don't want to get into all of those because they're so varied. But there varied. are
1: but there aren't two consistent special rules across the whole army. True. Resistance I did a lot magic. of
0: copying and pasting on those two.
1: I bet you did. Resistant to magic and throw stones.
0: Yeah, both solid rules for, for this
1: uh, force. Oh, absolutely. Except for throw stones. I hate you not being throwing weapons. Why can't you be throwing weapons? Like (laughs) Corsairs, I'm going to carry nine knives on me. Just keep pulling them off me and throwing them at people. But I can't have a pouch of just stones? Like, seriously? Seriously. That's so much more realistic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what it would do to the army if, uh, if the throw stones turned into throwing weapons. You know, throwing weapons with the strength of one.
1: It's it's not as brutal as people might think it is. Like, yeah. it's like, really not. would it be game-breaking? Bad. It wouldn't be, because, like, I play-tested this a bit, um, and, like, I can I tried throwing, like, I don't know, like, probably 12, 15 stones at a defense got five model. I mm-hmm. didn't kill it. You know what I mean? I'm hitting on threes. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not game-breaking. Even if you had 70 or 80 of these stones, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. But what it does do is it would create a really cool skirmish style army. that's all,
0: yeah, yeah, and they only move four, so yeah. it's still it's hard for them to it's still hard for them to charge. It's easy for your opponent to avoid mm-hmm. to avoid the charge if they want, but anyway. exactly
1: so we've talked about all the top things in hobbits. now let's talk about the Franken Hobbit
0: the Franken Hobbit.
1: Well, so technically, I've got a point. It's, it's, technically, technically, it's not the Franken-Hobbit. You are the Franken-Hobbit. It is just a monster. Just saying. Sure. Well, cool, because Frankenstein wasn't the beast. Frankenstein was the doctor who created the beast. The beast never had oh, a Oh, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So you are the Franken-Hobbit.
0: <laughs> 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 I've, I've created the Franken-Hobbit. I've created the monster. The monster there you go. Hobbit. Um, so I have a point value here and it's been a while since I did this. So I think I probably established this point value using the, uh, stat adjustments from, from battle companies. So mm-hmm. probably taking the average points of a Hobbit and then, and then, uh, juicing them up for, for all of these top notch scores that they have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So let's go through this. Um, of course we have move as four. Mm-hmm. Um, and fight. So this is the best Hobbit you could possibly get based on the information we've uncovered, right? Move four, fight three, shoot three, strength three, mm-hmm. defense. Um, it's either armor, which is defense four, and then add a shield, which is defense five, or if you're lucky enough to get the mithril shirt, sure, you're a six. Um. Does that mm-hmm. mean if you had the mithril shirt and a shield that you would be seven? You would be, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, attacks are two attacks. Wounds, two wounds. Courage, six. Probably their most solid stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, two might, four will, and three fate. Hmm. Um, I've actually added in some uh, heroic actions in war gear, I guess, Just to sort of finish off the Franken Hobbit. So, March, Accuracy, and Strike. And I think we said that was that Peregrine?
1: That is correct, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And then, Armor, Shield, Dagger, or Armor and Hand and a Half Club. So, those would kind of be your weapons of choice. So, like, you know, maybe you go Mithril Shirt and uh, Hand and a Half Club.
1: No, you, you could, you right. could do um, armor, shield, and hand and half club. You don't have to go with the dagger, because if you want to go two-handed, you just don't use the shield.
0: True. Very true. And then you've got your resistance to magic and throw stones. And there is one hobbit on the list that can actually ride a horse.
1: Pandobris.
0: So so that that's precedent-setting right there. Oh so you could God. technically... Your Franken-hobbit who would be better than any of the other hobbits that are out there, would definitely be mounted on a horse, right?
1: But not just any mount, because the ponies suck hard on an yeah. actual horse.
0: Yeah. Ponies are pretty bad, honestly.
1: Oh, they're terrible. Like,
0: yeah, basically it just gives them an increased move, really. Yeah, that's all an inch it does. move.
1: But you, you wouldn't even charge into combat because you have to take a courage test
0: i guess i guess if you're a courage six hobbit and you're on a pony it, it does it does make your stand fast just that much bigger but
1: it's so. great on frodo because he's got he's a banner so yeah being mounted increases the banner radius
0: there you go yeah that's something that's something but- All right, so in spite of our pledges that we would be recording every week, it, it's now about three <laughs> weeks later. <laughs> so much for that plan, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so when we left off, we were we had jo- sort of just established the high watermark of all of the different stats for for the the different Hobbits. So this is kind of the Franken-Hobbit profile. Um, we weren't going to really talk too much about special rules because there's so many with the with all the different Hobbit profiles. Um, but we we've picked out a couple of of notables just to talk, and and I think Andrew has like one on a wish list that they don't currently have.
1: <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> correct.
0: So so why don't you give us one special rule that that you think is either one that's like very competitive or one that you just
1: really like maybe because it's thematic. We'll talk about a few special rules. Um, I think the one special rule I really like that's both, I think, some ways thematic but also very much um, competitive is Lobelia sackville Baggins's Furious Tirade. Um, that's a very potent special rule um, because what it does is, um, you know, um, friendly or enemy warrior models within six inches mm-hmm. of Lobelia do not benefit from Stand Fast. Right. And why this is so powerful is like Hobbit armies like they struggle to get the kills let's be honest um, at, at times and so once you break your opponent which is you know it's possible to do considering how <clears throat> you'll you know, right. outnumber them two times three times um, their model count but once you break your opponent it's like okay Flaabil can start moving around and blocking those heroes courage and uh, stand fast rules, so you can hopefully get some additional um, failed courage tests to sort of push mm-hmm. the the opponent down to being quartered much faster so it really is a powerful rule uh, and it's very thematic I think so.
0: Yeah, especially if you're playing <clears throat> like orcs or courage 2 opponent where they mm-hmm. really rely on the, the stand fast of the heroes right i love mm-hmm. her other rule which in in most other characters that are heroes that have this rule they just say that they can never be unarmed but for mm-hmm. her the rule is called the umbrella is not mightier than the sword and then the rule, instead of just saying she's not never unarmed, it's if Lobelia wins a combat. Oh, it's if she wins a combat, she will not make strikes. In fact, she will most likely give her opponent a good, but ultimately painless battering with her umbrella. <laughs> it's just random. I guess it doesn't matter if you win or lose, because if you're never considered unarmed, it's only relevant if you land strikes. So kind of a different way of writing it. <laughs>
1: It's interesting because the Hobbits, I think, have, have, is the one army that has the most amount of heroes that literally cannot strike in combat. It's not that they're unarmed and they're bad at striking in combat. They literally cannot strike. So you've got Lobelia and you got Frodo. Neither mm-hmm. model can actually strike in combat. So if you're buying those two heroes, they yeah. don't do anything in combat. <laughs> Speaking of Frodo... Mm. i think he was on your list was he not he is on my list as probably the most competitive rule that like he is an auto include in any army if you're doing a pure mm. hobbit army and that is because he is your six inch banner um that you know only hobby uh, focuses on hobbits um but unlike will whitfoot which is mm-hmm. a i think it's a three or six inch banner will has to spend a point of will yeah, f- to to make his banner occur, Frodo yeah. does not. It just happens. Yeah, and so his so- rule is called home. Home is the hero, and it's passive. So. Mm-hmm. It's- doesn't have to do anything to make it happen. That's right. So even if he's transfixed, still occurs, still keeps happening, and he is the one candidate that you like. Guaranteed, you're putting him on a pony because you want that big base to make as much, make as much use of that range of the <laughs> banner as possible. But it's also to give him an eight-inch move so he can zip around um, to be in certain spots where that banner is super critical. Because again, he can't charge into combat. He will not make strikes if he wins the combat so it's no point trying to get him close to the combat he should just be literally he is your like he yeah. he's your banner made manifest <laughs> and he's running yeah, around yeah. to help people out <laughs> and that's it yeah
0: yeah so like will woodfoot um his rule is a lot um less powerful simply because it's an active special rule mayor of hobbiton and he has to spend a point of will, and he only comes with three. Although I picked this rule because I, I thought it was kind of thematic because you just have this otherwise kind of crappy 30 point Hobbit, whereas Frodo's 60 points plus five for the pony. Um, so it's still like a decent uh, little rule. Um, maybe you're playing in a scenario uh, that doesn't have Frodo, but has a will Whitfoot, So it's a solid
1: rule still. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's one thing I'll say about the Hobbits. They have probably some of the best special roles in the game because Mm -hmm. they are wildly different than... Most other armies' special rules, like most other yeah. armies have like shield walls, my special rule, or a yeah. or, or resistance to magic is my special rule. But like hobbits are just like, we have a person that has special rules that give us like, traps that we put on the table, or yeah. we have a person that has a special rule that um, uh, removes stand fast for warriors, uh, or and the list goes on and on. And it's just like every hobbit. That's the beauty about Hobbit heroes is that almost all of them bring some utility-based special rule that is so applicable in the many yeah, scenarios. Yeah. And yeah. and some of
0: them contribute, like there's a couple that contribute these small um, sort of three-inch sort of effects, like uh, Farmer Cotton. So he has This Is Our Country. Farmer Cotton and all friendly Hobbit models within three inches of him may re-roll ones uh rolling to win a dual roll so they're like it's a little three inch Ooh. bubble a bubble of uh re-rolling ones in dual rolls which is pretty good um and then you got um whole foot brace girdle one of your favorites this is the one yeah <coughs> pardon Probably. me this is the guy i gave you this guy for you winning your painting challenge yep. um uh, whole Foot Brace Girdle and Hobbit Sheriffs, including Robin Smallborough, within three inches of him, do not suffer the penalty for using their hand and a half club as a two handed weapon. So they're like, you get two little three inch bubbles of reroll ones, and no no penalty for using it hand and a half club as
1: two handed so with with whole foot I would definitely say he's probably like, I would rank him as number two in terms of like competitive special rules because like hobbits are like strength two strength three tops yeah. if you're like paying for like the um, battling brandy bucks yeah. the ability to just go two handed yeah. for, for free and not yeah. be impacted in the dual role is a huge yeah. rule and yeah. The really nice thing about that rule is um, he doesn't have to be in combat to initiate it, right? Well, so right. There's a lot of these other like heroes that have these special rules are like, oh, it gives plus one to wound or this and that. You have to be in combat to make it work. Mm-hmm. So him being able to like, just float around and be like, go team, go. And yeah. then th- he just gives that ability. It's huge. So interesting
0: that you m- mentioned the the battling Brandy Bucks from uh, Mariotta, Captain of the Shire. So, he can include any number of <clears throat> Hobbit militia in his warband. They can be upgraded to battling Brandy Bucks at a cost of one point per model. Uh, and they have a strength three. However, this it's not a special rule. That's why we didn't mm-hmm. include it in our list. What would you call that? It's a, uh, a Warband upgrade, I guess. A Warband upgrade, sure. Yeah. So, same as other Wargear items. So, he also has the Horn of the Ritter Mark. So oh. that, that's like a huge item for, for hobbits, is, but not a special rule.
1: Yeah, I mean, the beauty about the Horde and the mark is that, one, it doesn't count as a war horn, and two, <clears throat> it only impacts uh, or affects hobbits. Um, so, I mean, it's a plus one courage horn. That isn't mm-hmm. a horn, so then you'd still buy the war horn because you're a horde army. So you'd still buy the war yeah. horn, anyways. So all of a sudden, your base courage, your base courage hobbits are five. <laughs> I mean, a horn army that's courage five is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, because it the rule actually says for
0: horn of the ritter mark, which is active, whilst carrying the horn of the ritter mark, all hobbit models gain plus one to their courage value. If Mary is slain, the horn is lost, so it never refers to it as a war horn.
1: Correct. Whereas if you actually click on um, mm-hmm. some models that like um, uh, like the actual Bind the Warhorn, it says, This is a Warhorn. Yeah. You know, it says like So, yeah, Fair it's um, mind you, it's active. So, transfixing him would remove the Warhorn. But I mean, mm-hmm. as the Warhorn is like, as, as the Horn of the Ritter Mark is board wide, I mean, it's not that putting him behind a wall um, in those situations where you come up against spellcasters is probably a smart idea. Yeah minus right. I block so, them all that is. But yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's Mariadoc. Peregrine really has nothing to compare to that, eh? Like Peregrine
1: is such is a tax. He's a, he's yeah. a tax his, when you try to, <laughs> yeah. when you try to take the Legendary Legion. Uh, I yeah. think you
0: mentioned this. Uh, that's a pretty terrible. <laughs>
1: Yeah. it's like he can re-roll wounds against heroes and monsters but he's courage yeah. three or no, fight three or something and it's strength like two strength two. Oh my god okay yeah you're it's never like going okay to combat. You,
0: you, you didn't you didn't hit the sixes by fours but you can reroll it
1: it's congrats like, okay. yeah
0: exactly
1: <laughs> yeah he's um, so he's so bad i'm sorry he's just so bad
0: yeah what was was that it or like you want to mention what you think you're special role that they should have is? Or, or did you have another one?
1: I to think I on? did mention that. But if I didn't, I mean, it's been so oh, early in the morning. Yeah, uh, it's like we're, it, we're
0: trying to we're trying early morning recording here see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's throwing weapons, for sure. Yeah. Um, dump throw stones, make them strength one throwing weapons. Um, I don't think this will actually break the army. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, try rolling 10 dice that hit on threes or fours and it's a strength one it's not going to do it yeah a whole so lot. it's
0: it's not throwing weapons you're actually it's it's still throwing stones i.e range is still it's eight right yeah and um uh, which is different than throwing weapons and the strength is one which is different than throwing weapons so Correct. i agree with you that it wouldn't break the game my problem with it which is the problem you face with most armies that have throwing weapons is it's a time sink like in in it the is, in yeah. the playing of the game so, like, I play I play with um, the Dwarf Rangers, cause, just because mm-hmm. I love them, and that's the thing, like, the more of them you take, the slower the game goes, just mm-hmm. because you're constantly throwing weapons, like, and trying to win priority. Yay, yeah. Team Balan. Yes, Longbeard, Balan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, hold
1: hold back your balance, your ball yeah. there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, okay. So throw throw stones
1: is actually a throwing weapon rule. That's that's kind of your shout out, right? You that's know. my shout out, yeah, because it makes the army more flexible. They can be more of a skirmisher type. And everyone is like, oh, it breaks the game. They're four inch moving models that have a strength one throwing weapon. Let's let's slow yeah. roll here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hear you. I think it'd be all right um so let's talk about uh let's go back to the franken hobbit profile um so this is like as we said it's the high water mark for all the stats for hobbit heroes in the game so it's move four fight three shoot three plus strength three defense it could be six with the mithril shirt or even seven with the mithril shirt and shield which nobody has that in the game but um Without the Mithra shirt, it's four or five with the shield. Uh, Attacks is two, wounds is two, courage six, moo or might is two, will four, fate three. And then they all have uh, those two common special rules, right? Uh, Resistance resistance to magic, magic, throw throw stones. stones. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of the heroes seem to have their own special, crazy special rule, right? Mm hmm. Um, so here's the thing. Let's turn the page now over into Battle Companies. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. And let's see what we can do with a hobbit in in Battle Companies. And are you are you on the appropriate spot on on the sheet there, Andrew? I am indeed. Okay, so it's funny we were just talking about Batlin Brandy Bucks because actually getting a battling brandy buck warrior model to advance into a hero is the is going to give you a leg up in terms of the profile you can attain Mm -hmm. um because they get a a strength boost of plus one strength so they they start at strength three right Mm -hmm. so there's a couple of uh, paths. So in battle companies, you have path. It's kind of like a character class and sort of a role playing game um, mm-hmm. that you would take. And I'm pretty sure that um, the warrior path and the general path are going to give you the, the best results here from trying to figure out like the sort of the mightiest hobbit you can ever possibly get. Mm-hmm. Um so if you take one of those two paths, and I've used the general as the example, um, simply because you can get a higher defense. Um, mm. Well, sort of, but... Um, yeah, so let's go through this and and compare it to our Franken-Hobbit profile. Okay, so no surprise, like, your your high watermark for movement is is still four. You're kind of stuck at four, right? Um. I need to be able to see the name of the stat. There we go. Uh, the big one here is fight. So a lot of these pro or a lot of these paths in um, battle companies, they give you sort of a maximum you can achieve with uh, a category. Like for example, fight. Uh, like some of them say the maximum you can get is six, but but they don't really take into the account that you're actually starting from a score of one, right? or two or whatever so you know you're you're gaining like potentially five steps in uh in a stat category which is kind of like outrageous so in in this path you can achieve a fight six as a hobbit which right away is uh three higher than the maximum that any hobbit in the game has so it's kind of Kind of one of the like radical <laughs> kind of uh, increases that you can get. Uh, and shoot remains at three because is there anything that has. Yeah, I guess there is a couple of models in the game that have shoot too, but not many. Um,
1: yeah. Randerol, I think, was one.
0: Yeah. I think, I don't think any hobbit can get better than three plus shoot. Nope. Definitely can. Yeah. Right. Um, so strength. So this one here, again, in all of the paths in in battle companies, they all pretty much have a maximum of either plus one strength and or plus one defense mm-hmm. uh, available. So in this case, you can actually get your hobbit up to strength four, which is also unheard of in the game, um, simply because you can start with a battlembrundie buck at three and then get plus mm-hmm. one, go to four, right? Yep. Um, that's pretty solid. Yeah, it is very solid. Have a see now there. If Mary had a strength, or sorry, it's Peregrine, right? If he had a strength mm-hmm. four, like his rule would be a lot better, which is reroll to wound, right?
1: Okay, here's my soapbox gripe. They both drank. The, they both drank the trough water from like yeah. the, ant, the, ant the, ant yeah, the ant wash yeah and wash and got bigger whatever. than everybody else where yeah. is that represented in any of the stats yeah i, I don't see that i guess it's because mm-hmm. they're captains of the shire come on they should all have a strength bump like at a minimum like plus one strength plus one defense because they're bigger than every other hobbit you know anyways
0: yeah it's not in, in their profile state. really is it because no. they don't have a better fight? They don't have a better strength. They don't have a better defense aside from the fact that they're both wearing armor. So, yeah, yeah. kind of odd. But yeah, because they're uh, visibly like a the, full
1: head. They're a big they're visibly a full head taller than everybody else. In in and yeah. sure
0: so right on. Um, continuing down the stat line. So defense. um it's pretty much in line with what we see in the game. So the best you can get is a 4. So apparently there were hobbits with a 4. Um, this is without I mean, any... Without armor. Gotcha, this is without armor or shield. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Um, then but they can't, have, but they can't that, take armor true? shield.
1: Yeah, they can't take armor shield, can they? Because they no. don't... They yeah. can't start with armor. So therefore Correct. they can't buy it.
0: Yeah. yeah, thanks for mentioning that, actually. Yeah. Um, mm. So it's 4 because they can get plus one defense. Um, Mm -hmm. So they can achieve the same defense as say, like Peregrine, Captain of the Shire, who has defense four without a shield because he's wearing armor. But in this case, the battle company Super Hobbit is not wearing armor and can still get a four because they can get plus one defense. That's Um, correct. However, in battle companies right Mm -hmm. now, they cannot get armor because they don't start with any armor. So there is no upgrade available to give them armor
1: that's correct yeah yeah unless you found that like the scenario specific piece of armor yeah
0: why don't you why don't you take the lead for the the
1: last half of all of these stats well um, we're going into attacks uh, mm-hmm. attacks three is what you can achieve because um, i believe you can get a plus two in attacks and a plus two in wounds uh, yep. from battle companies yeah yep.
0: um so which is crazy th- so there you go imagine oh uh, strength four with three attacks <laughs>
1: exactly whereas yeah. back in the, um, the the max level of which, which you can get uh, of all the stat lines previously was two attacks mm-hmm. and two wounds and now you can get three attacks and three wounds that's pretty huge change because three attacks you know in, in the game is generally reserved for like the big heroes the big yeah. tier one heroes um, so getting it on <laughs> your, your little battle company hall that's kind of ridiculous yeah um, courage courage is still six. Um, there are ways of getting courage bumps, um, mm-hmm. at least two, if not three. Um, so you can get uh, your battle company's Hobbit up to, to courage six, which yep. aligns with the, the best you can do previously. Yep. And then in terms of might, will and fate, I mean, it's the, the standard threes across the board. That's yep. the max, um, which um, is better than the might like, two. We can get previously mm-hmm. better and the same as the fate of three yeah. previously yeah but some heroes in the hobbit um have will of four of sorry, a will of four yeah and so <clears throat> you know it's a slight downgrade but I mean, so i think that's the
0: that's the only stat category i think in the battle company super hobbit that's actually lower than um other hobbit heroes in the game is will
1: yeah and i would and i would say that that's um it's actually probably fine because will can only be really used for, when it's resisting, but it's also for um, uh, you know, making stand fast checks or making checks to stay on the board. But your yep. Courage 6, so you don't really care too much. Uh, and you have resistance to magic built in, so you don't care too much. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> so. think actually,
0: like, we're looking at the path of general here. I think if you took the path of the Sorcerer, you could actually achieve a, a will of 4. So it's, it's not that it's not possible. It's just not with this path.
1: Right, but you're also taking mm-hmm. you know, your, your your hobbit's going substantially different with, um, yeah. with less upgrades and such. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So there um, are so, some. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say there are some special rules um, that I just like that come with the the path of the uh, general. Um, I don't actually have my Battle Companies book with me here, so I I don't remember what they actually do, but I'll read them anyway. So Battle Veteran, I think that one gives you plus one influence, um, uh, which is basically the money in Battle Companies. Inspiring Presence, so that's the big one for for that path, which is uh, your hero counts as a banner. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's six inches. It's Um, three it's three okay but still yeah, counts yeah. as a banner is huge mm-hmm. um lead by example i believe it's either something to do with courage increase for around. uh rally to me is the same type of rule and master of battle so oh.
1: that's a huge master selection of, of rules what
0: was that five yeah. special rules that you can yeah get? pretty much yeah yeah five special rules so this hero now becomes actually almost unrecognizable as a hobbit like the only things that are left in this profile that make him recognizable as a hobbit is the move four and possibly Mm -hmm. your defense of four yeah yeah aside from that he's like a regular human you know mid mid mid-tier or better hero really Right
1: now, how, how many points would this actually be like if you if you were to play that buy this model and put it in your own, because I would happily buy this model and put it. in my Yeah. Army. So
0: battle companies, they do. It comes with a way to calculate points with all of your upgrades. However, like when you do start getting higher, um, like sort of to the maximum level of your path that that sort of method they have for calculating points, it does sort of become a little skewed on the high side. Um, simply because they're assigning value to every single thing. But your guy still only has three wounds, so he can still die quite easily. So um, yeah. this profile would be 170 points, which is That's huge. Like, like It's yeah. very high for like a, a model with defense four, move four, um three wounds still could be he still has three three fate but still um that's like aragorn you know level yeah
1: oh yeah although to be truthful the the five special rules here um yeah really i mean kind of offset in a big way
0: yeah no like like undoubtedly this guy is like super valuable um Mm -hmm. with all of the the special rules make him like you know a huge uh, like a hugely buffing character to all of the guys around him you know like increasing courage and banner and 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 I think he gets a reroll courage in there um all that stuff is is fantastic but 170 points is 170 points that's a lot
1: now if you went with the path of the warrior
0: mhm
1: how like to me you're good you can get burly. So, you've got mm-hmm. a strength four with a two handed weapon. So, yep. already you're getting better. Yep. Um, you get um, essentially ban a banner reroll on your own. You can mm-hmm. reroll your, one of your own attacks. Um, and I think you can also make your opponent reroll one of their attacks. Uh, if they roll like yep. a six or something, you can get them to reroll. Um, yep. So, like this, well, while we're showing, and you also get heroic strike as well as a heroic action. Mm-hmm. And I think you can also get free hero combats as well. Like it's the the for yeah. b- master battles. I think are twelve on the or the, re- the promotion chart. Mm-hmm. But for um, for the path of the general, but for the path of the warrior, yeah. it's free hero combats. So I'm like, if you went the path of the warrior, yeah. this profile becomes really crazy in terms of combat
0: in terms of combat for sure yeah um it's interesting because one of the comparisons between those two paths general and warrior um like if you're going warrior most people once you get burly special rule you drop your shield right so a general can take a shield which is going to mean they can achieve like a like in gameplay they, they can both get the same um, defense, but in practical use, like a, a general would more commonly have a shield and therefore are like a higher defense. However, in the case of a Hobbit, he can't actually take a shield. Um, it mm-hmm. is available, but because nobody in the Hobbit warband can actually get that war gear, the heroes can't get it either. So that's why I don't have it included in the profile simply because like generals can take a shield. But hobbit generals cannot take a shield simply because that piece of war gear is not available to their faction
1: and so you're probably better off going warrior then i mean it all depends like do you want the 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 courage buffing things and the the banner or do you want to make like a meat grinder (laughs) yeah like
0: to, to me the to me the uh being a like a buffing hero is probably better but i mean certainly you could go you could go with the the other option um the other thing we didn't talk about here, too, is so that that's with no um, crazy gear items which can be obtained in battle companies through narrative play.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Right. So in some of the narrative uh, campaigns in battle companies, you can win special rewards that are not otherwise available in the game for winning the scenario. So I've just I've got a couple of examples here, um, which would, again, like really increase the the viability of your Mm -hmm. your Hobbit hero if they were given to a Hobbit. So Mm -hmm. the journey to the Blue Mountains is is the narrative campaign that comes in the current edition of the rulebook. And one of the missions in there or narrative scenarios is called the Ruins of Anuminus. And you can get an ancient dagger in in that as a reward. And that... Mm -hmm which the rule for that one it never needs more than a five plus to wound an enemy mm. so like that, that for somebody that has a relatively low strength that is a huge bonus um one, one of the little holes in battle companies is a lot of these things they, they don't list how many points it would cost so i don't know mm. the point value assigned that would be assigned to that um another one <clears throat> ambush in the hills is the scenario um and in one of that scenario there's a war chieftain and so whoever kills the war chieftain receives its pelt um he now wears a pelt a war pelt and whilst they do they cause terror so you can get that special rule um again doesn't say how many points it would be but you know let's say it's five point upgrade yeah um And this one is a little uh, odd because it doesn't say how to handle this for somebody that doesn't have armor. I would have to assume they would be not allowed to take it. Um, But uh, search for the stone, which was uh, a narrative campaign that was in a white dwarf, Uh, across the dead marshes, you can slay a specter and gain some ancient armor. And this counts Mm -hmm. as heavy armor. So... um, it's not an upgrade to armor you're actually getting a war gear item so i'm not sure if someone with no armor could take this um but it counts as heavy armor and when a model wearing this ancient armor suffers a wound from a shooting attack roll a d6 on a four plus the wound is ignored so it's even better against shooting but it's also heavy armor which like a hobbits normally can't even get armor so Mm -hmm. again it doesn't say if someone with no armor could could actually wear that Mm -hmm. um but it's a potential upgrade that they could get
1: Mm. yeah well these are some some solid options here yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, so there's also there's also equipment they could get like a booster, the bolster, their, um, yeah, their like the regular,
0: life. the regular battle company stuff. Yeah, like I've yeah. written down, I've written down a couple of choices that, that, like, that I think are solid options for them.
1: I mean, the concealing um, cloak is, is fantastic, stock unseen, special rule.
0: Yeah. So lucky talisman, reroll fate. So, yeah. not normally that great in the game because most heroes only ever have one fate because it's really hard to get additional fate but there you go if you have three fate the lucky talisman is
1: just amazing and the, the funny thing is like i get this lucky talisman i get to reroll fate i'm like but my elven ring of power does the same thing shush you i got a lucky <laughs> yeah. talisman it's says shiny bauble <laughs> <bobble. laughs> yeah <laughs> It's
0: it's another it's another uh, ring that nobody ever heard of the Hobbit rings.
1: That's exactly the Hobbit Ring of Power. <laughs> yeah, the Hobbit Ring of Power.
0: But I mean, anyone can take a lucky talisman in the game. It's true. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so anyways, it's like I actually did a conversion of a model, which oh. I'll post. Some, I'll post some pictures on our Facebook group um, or a Facebook page rather. So I did a Hobbit um hero conversion just because i was like i wonder if it's possible because it's really hard to convert hobbits because they're so small right? yes so and they're I'll also just made ta- of metal yeah so i'll talk quickly through this because as soon as i found the the subject model to start with i'm like yeah this is doable right and that yeah. was bilbo, bilbo baggins the plastic one
2: so the, pla- oh, the
0: plastic Bilbo bag. and so he's like, he's kind of standing there with like his his uh, sting in one hand, like held right out to the side. And his other arm is away from his body, which is, is good when you're trying to do a conversion. Um, so here's what I did for my conversions. Hopefully you can picture this in your mind's eye, right? So I, first of all, I cut his head off. Um, and then what I did was i filed away like his chest area so i filed it down flat and then sort of sort of filed it into his body so there was a, a cavity there if you will mm-hmm. and then what i so I'm, I'm thinking about a guy a hobbit that would eventually have heavy armor like the one that we just rent read, read the, that special warrior item mm-hmm, so what mm-hmm. i did was I, like i took a plastic Minas Tirith warrior cut off his legs his arms and his head just with his torso and then, like, I cut his body in half, but, like, not at the waist, but, um, like, right down, what do you call it, from top to bottom, sort of, sort of oh, separating, wow. his, te- separating his front from his back. Right. holy and, cow yeah. yeah and then still sort of like the skirt on the model like the, the metal skirt was going to be too long so I trimmed that down to about half of what it was normally so it's a much smaller skirt and so now I had like an armoured chest and skirt that mm-hmm. I could put on the front of former Bilbo and he's now wearing heavy armor okay Okay, yeah. And then and then what I did was I had a plastic uh, fur cape from, a, from another model kit. And so I mm-hmm. put that on and it's got like bare sort of claws as part of the cape.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so I had uh, one of those coming over one of his shoulders and so hanging down in front of his armor. And then the, the other one I had to green stuff it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so I, he's now got that cape, which is supposed to be that that warg pelt, which causes yep, yep. terror, right? And then um, what's the uh, female rider of Rohan? Uh, her disguise name? Oh, Dernhelm. Hit? yeah. So Dernhelm, like those kits, all have head options, right? And mm-hmm. so one of the head options was uh, and like a helmet, like an armored helm, mm-hmm. and. Because, I guess, you know, she's female, it's smaller in scale than all of the other helmets that you can find in the game. So, Mm -hmm. i.e., hey, pretty good size for for a hobbit. So, I used that helmet um, on this model. And lastly, I found a 3D printed shield I had, which was small and round, like hobbits Mm -hmm. would like, and and added that to them. And then i mounted them on a suitably awesome base and there you go we have like a, a hobbit general for battle companies who is amazing wow. in his heavy armor shield um his sword that wounds everything on a two plus his warg pelt which ha- causes terror you know he's a killing machine oh like
1: sword that wounds everything on a two plus you mean a first oh, sorry plus. sorry
0: That's a, with the tongue i'm like holy cow sorry <laughs> wounds on a two plus oh my god everybody would take that guy yeah you know, yeah wounds on a five plus yeah ancient okay, dagger okay. Ancient there you dagger. go
1: okay, okay. <laughs> right on. Uh, there's only one model i think i've ever heard of that can wound something on like a two plus or auto wound um I think it's the, the, the keeper of the dungeon when he's fighting a, um, a, an El- a hero with an elven ring because of all the bonuses to to wound. He oh, has. yeah, yeah. He can get up to like plus like plus one to wound, I think, or one plus okay. wound.
0: All right, we're going to power through this last section because I know we're running short on time. But so what I've done was basically because, like, I think that profile that we just shared that you can get in battle companies kind of mm-hmm. shows that um, battle companies... It has a flaw in it when you come to things like goblin heroes or hobbit heroes like they can become too good for yeah i don't think the intention is in the game that they should be able to achieve like a fight six you know and three wounds and three might and three fate and all that right um you know maybe that's what they intended but like it seems out of line with the profiles in the game for hobbits
1: Come on, Don. You're awesomeness shaming right now. Come on. <laughs> I am. But,
0: like, you know what? It's like... It makes kind of I, sense. I, yeah. I, I don't think it ever occurred to them when they were writing the rules that someone would play a character so long that they could, like, achieve those levels, right? Like, like
1: to, to me, the pinnacle of Hobbits, it's already known. It's Banderbrust took. Mm-hmm. He is the pinnacle. Yeah. He can ride yeah. a horse. He's so big. He's that strong. And yeah. it's like when you look at his profile, he's not that good. And that's no. kind of where hobbits are supposed <laughs> to be.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Oh, And we didn't even mention that. There are actually narrative scenarios where you can actually gain a horse in battle companies, too. So there See, you go. That, you could potentially be mounted as well.
1: Because that's the one thing. Well, you could actually be mounted in, with a hobbit um, right at the gate, because, mm-hmm. like, the generals can buy a pony. Ponies are, meh, that's why you don't buy them. But, like, mm-hmm. if your your character was, like, beefed out like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator, buying a pony yeah. doesn't seem like a bad idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Okay, so here's what I've done, okay? So I've written, just because I love doing this kind of stuff, I've written two different mm-hmm. uh, paths that are specifically designed for hobbits, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw these out there to you and you can tell me why they're terrible or whatever you want to say, all right? Okay, the first one oh. is the, the Hobbit Traveler. So that's what the four hobbits were known as when they came back to the Shire. They were known as the Travelers, right? So the (laughs) Hobbit Traveler... uh, Hobbits rarely become heroes, preferring a simple life close to home. On the rare occasion, they do decide to go on an adventure. Most hobbits are very fortright and loyal companions, but a rare few become fearsome warriors. Mm. Only hobbit heroes may embark on the path of the hobbit traveler a hobbit traveler may purchase a pony as a war gear item for two influence its point value is two slash five that point value might be high but it's kind of like comparing to everything else in the game i sort of landed on that but i mean there could be an argument for reducing it honestly and currently I would say it's, one
1: i would say one because yeah ponies are rubbish compared to horses
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so well we'll see we'll continue to go through my profile and we'll see if you still think it's total rubbish okay Okay. so what i'll do is there's 12 results here because that's how paths work in battle companies so i'll start in the middle at seven and then i'll work outwards from the middle okay because they the the upgrades kind of get better as 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 you work towards the twos and the twelves Mm -hmm. right so number seven attack slash wound uh the hero may increase either their attacks or wounds value by one neither their attacks or wounds value may exceed two Mm -hmm. so there we go we're putting a governor on the uh governor on what they what they can get they can't get the threes
1: well, I think a, 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 I think a lot of those stats, like we talked about before, they just yeah. need governors on each stat line instead of just yeah. like, you can be up to six and like, no, 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 no. Just plus yeah. two is all you can get.
0: Yeah. So, so in, the, in the same vein as that, if they get an eight, okay, it's fight. The hero mm-hmm. may increase their fight value by one up to a maximum of four. So no fight six for hobbits. Best you can get is four, okay. which I okay. think is still better than any hobbit in the game.
1: I mean, if you're if you're if you choosing a Hobbit militia out the gate, you fight once. So that's three pips you can get there. So,
0: mm-hmm. exactly, right? Yeah. Okay. What if we get a six? Okay. If you get a six, you become a captain of the Shire. This hero gains armor plus one defense for Ooh. one slash five points. Additionally, the hero may now purchase a shield from the armory note that this does not allow other hobbit heroes in the battle company to purchase these items so there you go so mary and pippin actually get armor in the game so there is a precedent for it okay Mm -hmm, but in battle companies right now you can't get armor and you can't get a shield either because it's not available to your your faction so this hero only a hobbit traveler can gain armor and also have a shield
1: I almost feel like calling it something else would be better because Mary and Pippin get it from their respective nations that they helped out, right? Like got it from Rohan, mm-hmm. got it from Gondor, so maybe calling it not Captain of the Shire, but maybe something else. But... Sure. Captain yeah, of
0: the wilds. Who knows? What...
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Captain of the or, Insert nation yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, like, a, like a,
0: a, ve- a veteran hobbit warrior. I just went Captain of the Shire because we're all familiar with that term, right? Fair um, okay what happens if we get up to the lofty nine so this is your strength slash defense which is which is kind of always just plus one in each category and that's what i've got Mm. the hero may increase their strength or defense value by one each one can only improve once so that's Mm. in line with every other path in the game sort of has that as as a max right um if you roll a five It is a courage upgrade. The hero increases their courage value by one to a maximum of five. So again, we've seen plenty of hobbits or at least several hobbits in the game that have a courage of six. So having courage five is not at all. Can I
1: I just say of all Mm -hmm. the stats to roll when you get when you get your upgrade? This is the most dead stat to me. Oh, I know. Like it, it needs a buff. Like you get plus one courage and something else to be like, Ooh, I'm excited to get this. Cause right now it's like, I get strength defense, great. I get attacks, fantastic. Wounds, fantastic. Wounds are, yeah, but still I'll take it. But courage, thanks.
0: Yeah, it's like we do the Battle Companies tournament sometimes and when you roll a courage upgrade it's just like your sh- your shoulders just slouch down. It's like, mm.
1: <laughs> So, let's start right now in this path you're suggesting. You're suggesting mm-hmm. plus 1 courage. What else could you put in that thematic for hobbits?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um maybe you could add sort of like a special rule on there, like maybe wilderness creature or something
1: like that. How about um, some sort of like um, further shire, plus one courage, and um, you know, hobbits within three inches of you can reroll courage checks.
0: Yeah, that would be solid. So it's like borrowing a little something from the general path. Yeah, you know, and it's then it's a similar type of thing. You could do that, and then
1: and then if you get because you say you're saying maximum plus two courage, uh, if mm-hmm. you get it again, your your three inch radius becomes six inch radius.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's so not you're looking break. you're looking at just stacking another reward onto courage, just because a courage upgrade is kind of disappointing to get
1: it is but it's like it's like yeah i'm more courageous but like you're a traveler that means people are going to flock to you to listen to you you know
0: to be fair Mm. i i think your point of reference because you've i I don't think you've played battle companies much um but we recently all both played in a battle companies tournament Mm -hmm. so like when you're thinking about this i think you're referencing like tournament play for battle companies whereas Mm -hmm. you know this is supposed to be sort of a a narrative kind of game it is a competitive thing because you play against another player but um, battle companies is kind of a narrative like you're developing your hero over time and courage is one of your stats that's going to go up so hey, you're going to be di- disappointed maybe sometimes.
1: To me, I'm like, I'm thinking like like every single role should be, I wouldn't say equal value, but so like it should be an exciting thing mm-hmm. to get. And I feel like the courage it really needs like, let's dive into the wisdom of, of traveling. I hear you. It's like I, yeah. I, I can instill others. I've seen the horrors of the world. You've been in the Shire, my friend. Like yeah. I've yeah. seen the horrors of the world. So like I can instill you with confidence to be like, you might yeah. see like an orc and be like, Oh my God, it's an orc. And I'm like, bro, yeah. that was last Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely feel like there's value in, in trying that. add, but anyways, to your okay. point.
0: Let, let's march forward on if you roll a 10, okay so this is this is your might will uh stat increase the hero may either gain plus one might point to a maximum of three or plus one will point to a maximum of one so that means if you're a hero in the making and you just gain a fate point and you still have no might or will you can Mm. actually still get one point of will and you know because all heroes can at least get one point of of will um funnily that i mentioned um woodland creature because that's what i've mm. got here as, as a four so mm-hmm. if you roll a four you gain that special rule woodland creature okay yep, yep, okay all right uh okay. okay now now we're into the juicy bits okay mm. so 11 if you roll an 11 heroic strike the hero may now use the heroic strike action
2: mm, okay, so okay
0: that's that's pretty solid That's really solid um, yeah If you roll a three okay this one's this one's a little outside the box but listen this the Mm -hmm. hero gains a slingshot one slash five points note that this does not allow other hobbit heroes in the battle company to purchase this item so remember this is a guy with armor and shield um, so he's gonna gain a slingshot Uh, No reaction from Andrew, because it's like, are you serious? That sucks. That's your reaction. Just say it. Come on.
1: No, um, I would say I shook my head at the sling because I'm like, you already have the rule there. Their throw Mm -hmm. stones just becomes a throwing weapon. They've learned to throw them properly. <laughs> just that's it. They've like yeah. that would, That's to me. Like, come on. Like, like, let's fix this up. Like, like, maybe they've got like advanced training or something. They've learned to throw their stones, or maybe mm-hmm. it's like pouch of stones. They figured out how to keep a pouch of stones on them at all times, yeah. so they never have to stoop for stones. Yeah, and it it, just, it, fits, it It fits the. I think it fits the narrative a bit better.
0: Okay, so instead of Slingshot, you're thinking we give an upgrade to throw stones to make them follow the rules of throwing weapons.
1: Yeah, just call it Pouch of Stones. You mm-hmm. figured out how to put stones in your pouch, and yes. all of a sudden you're not going to whip them at, uh, at your leisure.
0: All right, let's get on to the last two upgrades for the Hobbit mm-hmm. Traveler Path. Okay, and this one is a 12, and you've heard this rule before because it's stolen right out of... One of the, the Hobbit travelers, one special rule that you like to crap all over, and it's against all odds. That's right. Peregrine, Captain of the Shire rule. This hero may reroll failed to wound rolls when making strikes against mm. monsters or hero models. However, this guy now has probably strength four.
1: I would say that's a really solid rule. That is a really solid rule for this battle company, for this character. Mm. Because, I mean, like, if I'm starting out as a Strength 2 hero, and I get the ability to re-roll against other heroes and monsters, well, yeah. here's the thing. Battle companies, you're always facing off of at least three other heroes. And yeah. depending upon how far in the campaign you're going, you're probably mm-hmm. going to have five or six heroes. So that's right. or, that's going to get mileage.
0: Okay. And the last one, this is, this is where all the cheddar is in the last Aww. one okay so so we already read right off the top that these guys have a pony available to them and we talked about the pony's point value maybe being too high okay so here it is pony lord any <laughs> pony this hero <laughs> rides does not need to test courage to charge furthermore it gains the extra attack and knock to the ground the same way a horse does
1: Wow, I like that. So we don't um, need to
0: we don't need to give a hobbit like a horse, like Vandobris, you know, the only one to ever ride a horse. But it's basically turning a pony into a horse. Yeah. Aside no, from I like aside from move, what so, do you think?
1: I feel like because right now ponies. You get nothing, correct? You don't get the extra attack. You don't get the knock correct. to the ground.
0: Yeah, you get an 8-inch right.
1: move. You get an 8-inch move. Which, yes. honestly, quick aside... And a bigger base. You get a bigger base. So, quick aside, that's actually not a bad thing for someone like Sam, right? Oh, because yeah. you have such a stupidly high courage already. So, making mm-hmm. a courage check to charge your pony into combat, it's actually not a bad thing. It's, like, it's doable. So, yeah. um, But back to this, I would, almost, I would tone that down. Because mm-hmm. it's like you're effectively getting a horse for a pony, but a pony and a horse are two radically different animals, right? Like one mm-hmm. is substantially bigger and more, more meaty. I would almost suggest like instead of maybe the knock to the ground, your pony now just gets, gives you an extra attack. Because, like, a pony's not going to knock a human to the ground. or a big crew, I like big it. Creature. <laughs> yeah. We, you know I mean?
0: we, we could rein that in. Um, I, th- I think the no courage check is, is it's solid. Huge, it's huge. Because yeah, it's like, great. hey, like, you're, you're used to being with me, and I'm in combat quite a bit because I'm an awesome hero. Um, mm. So you're used to having to charge. Uh, or you could even maybe give it a plus two on the charge or on the courage test to charge or something and then instead of giving it the knockdown and the extra attack you should you could just give it the extra attack instead and not the knockdown so it's not a horse it's just better than a pony
1: yeah i would would definitely give it auto pass courage checks um Mm -hmm. for charging because you know like you trained your pony to be it's like a war pony essentially right um but there's there's one thing here so you mentioned one. I may have missed it. Real quick. Um, I think it was around six or something. Where like like is it? You you give them a pony? Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Um, that they, they just because they're taking this path, they have that available to them as a warrior okay, okay. item. Right.
1: Okay. So two things here. I think you're missing. You're missing one sure. super critical upgrade. Mm-hmm. Stock unseen. Okay. Hobbits. It says in the rule in their book. Hobbits can be extremely quiet when they choose to be. Mm -hmm. They just blend into their environments, and they just, like, disappear. And even, like, creatures, like elves at times, have a hard time finding them. That's how quiet they are. And, -hmm. like, you're a traveler. One of the things a hobbit would clearly know how to do or at least focus on is, I need to be quiet at all times. But not just... And not just, like, I'm Hobbit-level quiet. I'm, like, from all my travels in one, I'm, like, super quiet. Like, like, like next-level quiet. And I mm-hmm. feel, like, stock unseen yeah, as a Yeah, I think it's
0: appropriate for a Hobbit hero. But keep in mind, I have two paths. Um, mm. I don't think it's actually appropriate for this one simply because you can you can potentially get heavy armor because one of my one of my things mm. here, Captain of the Shire, he lets you take armor. Therefore, you can now take the upgrade to heavy armor and a shield. So probably stock unseen is not appropriate for this path, but maybe the next path it would be more appropriate.
1: Okay, because you call this the traveler path, so I'm just yeah. saying the traveler, this no. traveler, they would want to stock yeah. unseen. Okay. Okay
0: yeah so essentially this path is basically sort of a, a hobbit hero with a governor on that you know can take a pony can get armor can get a shield and has some other good upgrades so he's kind of like a, a, he's a fighting a really solid, hobbit you know he can yeah. get strike right so but
1: but he's you know. also a very generalist hobbit which is really nice yeah. it's like it's little yeah. bits in everything it's really it's a really yeah. it's really strong path like i would be if i were to play a hobbit army I'd be like this is a path i would take over like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which is the only path you would ever take when you do hobbits for battle companies but anyways
0: okay so what's the other path and it is oh there's Vendobruss Vendobruss yeah he's announcing the next the next path okay the the next one is the hobbit bounder Okay, so we we hear about bounders in the in the books, right? Um, mm-hmm. And essentially, they're like kind of like bouncers, basically, like they kick people out of the out of the shire or keep them from coming in, right? So, so quick, he, quick
1: question: the mm-hmm. bounder. What's the difference between a bounder and the sheriff?
0: Uh, like a sheriff. The way I see it is like a sheriff is basically they're like police, but you know. If you can have sort of a sort of something with a military might, sort of a combat sort of focused Mm -hmm. thing for a hobbit, which seems kind of crazy, that's what a a sheriff is. It's like they go in and deal with like trouble, whereas Mm -hmm. this is what a bounder is. Okay, I have like a little sentence. Um, And I've kind of modified it to be in line with the path that I've created. So Mm -hmm. Hobbit Bounders are Hobbits that are responsible for patrolling the borders of the Shire. They are well used to spending days at a time in the country with only their wits and their loyal hunting dogs at their side.
2: Mm. It's
0: their duty to hunt down any troublemakers or unwanted ruffians from entering the Shire. So there you go. It's kind of like a wandering hero, but sort of protecting the borders of, of the Shire.
1: So here's me. Here's my prediction, because I've not heard this okay. path at all. Yep. It is a stealthy, archery, kind of like stalker type of path um, that uses as probably a, the number two result would be like you get a hound. So oh, that's my guess. That's good. my guess. That's,
0: that's your guess. Okay. That's my sure. guess. My guess. Well, like a hound, any hero can take a a, a war a hunting dog. Any hero can mm-hmm. take a hunting dog, so That's true. you can always get a hound. But I, I get your guess. It's something to do with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So first of all, only a hobbit only a hobbit may embark on the path of the hobbit bounder. All right. Mm-hmm um a hobbit bound so this is kind of similar to the pony thing it's just something that they can buy that normally they can't a hobbit bounder may purchase a hand and a half club for one influence so it basically Mm. makes that war gear item available to this hero because normally like hobbits can't take that
1: hand and a half club they oh they can with the sheriff can't they
0: I don't think so. Like, the sheriff gets it, but because the hand-and-a-half club is not oh, available as an option, i.e., therefore, yeah. like, it doesn't have a cost or anything, I'm not it's sure. Not, it's not, the general, I, I think it's it's not it's, on the general worker list, Yeah, I think it's totally appropriate the Hobbit should be able to get it, but I'm not sure right now in the rules, I don't think they can.
1: Yeah, because um, as a technicality, it's listed as, like, you get single-handed weapons, you get two-handed weapons, but there's no listing for hand-and-a-half weapons okay that's
0: what it is okay yeah. i'm gonna blast through the middle part of this um go for it um and essentially what i'm gonna read is all the stat increases because it's it, mm-hmm. it, it's l- l- less flavor right so okay seven is attacks and wounds the hero may increase either their attacks or wound Whoa. value by one I'm neither sad. their attacks or wounds value can exceed two so again same as the other one right Um, if we go up to an eight, it's fight slash shoot. The hero may increase their fight value or shoot value by one up to a maximum of three or two plus respectively. So you can only get a fight three with this guy, but you can get the very elusive two plus shoot. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Six. If you roll a six, you get courage. The hero may increase their courage value by one up to a maximum of five. (laughs) Same, same as the other one. Womp womp. Yeah, womp womp. Um, oh. A nine gives you strength slash defense. The hero may increase their strength or defense value by one. Each can only mm-hmm. be improved once. So very atypical for, or very typical mm-hmm. rather for for uh, hero profiles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And we'll stay on this side and we'll go with what if you roll a 10 because it's a stat mm-hmm. increase. Might slash will. The hero may gain either one might oh. point to a maximum of three. or one will point to a maximum of one so this Mm -hmm. is again just to ensure they can get at least one will okay Mm -hmm. okay the rest are are the flavor ones the special rules okay if you roll a five master of the hunt this hero gains the woodland creature special rule as do any friendly hunting dogs that start their turn within three inches of this hero so in the game um your your heroes can all take a hunting dog right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so your your leader and your two sergeants can all take a hunting dog so it's potential in your orb you would have three hunting dogs so mm-hmm, it's not just they're a hunting dog that they have it's like any hunting dog that starts within three would also gain a woodland creature okay um number four wilderness experience uh this is stolen from one of the other paths this hero may re-roll any jump climb leap or swim tests again so, it's not a home run but you know it's these are guys that are supposed to be out in the wild patrolling the borders you know so what was that one wilderness experience this hero may mm. re-roll any jump climb leap or swim test
1: oh that's not bad yeah that's really good
0: yeah okay so there's four more to go these are the bigger ones okay 11 so there's always one about heroics okay so this one is heroic defense slash accuracy the hero may now use the heroic defense and heroic accuracy actions
1: two actions wow two good actions that's a good one that's a
0: really good one so it's not strike because you're not a melee guy um but hey you're the two plus shoot guy and you now have accuracy that's cool and you can use defense which is always an awesome one okay this one is unprecedented in the book okay first aid this hero may treat the wounds of injured members of their battle company before each game select one warrior or hero who is suffering from the injured result or one hero who is suffering from the arm wound or leg wound result on the roll of a 4 plus that condition is permanently removed wow I like that wow. rule because it's it's another way for you to get rid of uh, injuries, which can be tough to do in the game.
1: Mm, I almost would say, um, just because like trying to remove an arm wound with first mm-hmm. aid. I mean, because like, you, because like it's one thing to be like. I'm gonna remove it instantly. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, oh, five sessions from now, I'm gonna remove it with a bit of gauze and some some, some, some bandages. Yeah. And it's like, well, the armor one's kind of there. <laughs> you, know, you can't really remove it per se. But I'm wondering, like, um, it's, it's, it's a really good rule. I like it. But I'm like, I wonder if, it, if it's better to be like, you can, if this model um, was in the, 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 the battle company game and survived to the end, um, mm-hmm. whenever you roll injury results for any member in your warband, you can mm-hmm. re roll the result. Oh, I like that. That's not like, bad.
0: So here, you know, here's my problem, and it's a little bit of a problem with the mechanic of the game that currently exists. Mm-hmm. And that is the only way to actually cure a wound is to yeah. be wounded again. So like you have to actually be knocked out in the game and to have to like roll again on the injury chart Right. So you're potentially about to take another wound, but instead of taking another wound, you cure your existing wound. That's how the game currently works, which is kind of a little wonky. Like there should be another way in the game, in my mind, to repair that injury.
1: I think that should be more of like it should be a bought item that you you can like like you can buy something like maybe like um a trip to the healing like like healing yeah. house or something like that you know what I mean and it's yeah. like you can like spend two or three experience t- and then go there, and instead of getting a reinforcement, you can like take a hero and like yeah. fix them up. Bendobris agrees with me totally on that one, um, and so you can like fix somebody up, and it's like, well, I'm not getting another person, but I, my mm-hmm. person, my hero that had burly and had an arm wound, now can use their two handed weapon yeah. again properly. Yeah. So.
0: so, so, the thematic thought behind it is just kind of like these are guys that are out on their own, you know, in the in the in the wilderness of the you know possibly getting into a tussle with some ruffians and they mm-hmm. need to look after themselves so that's kind of what this rule sort of is about thematic mm-hmm.
1: wise uh, I'm, I'm leaning I'm leaning to um, re-roll the injury result um i like that
0: that's that that's another that's another good one because it you mm. only get that if you have a hero that has this ability in yeah. their warband so it's it's still along the same lines mm. i just don't like the way i just don't like the mechanic in the game that you yeah. can only cure a wound by getting knocked out in a game and then rolling <sighs> again on the injury chart and uh, i think there hoping, should be other ways to cure wounds
1: and then hoping you roll a 12. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> yeah or, no, it's a seven. If you roll a seven, it's, um, I forget what it's called now, but it's basically you're, you're fine, and oh, by the way, if you have an injury, it's it's cured.
1: Yeah, it's a bit weird. <clears throat>
0: okay, yeah. here we go. The big two. Um, so 12 and a two are, are the big ones. Okay, so a number 12. If you roll the 12, you get Staff Master. As long as this hero is armed with a hand-and-a-half club, they gain plus-one defense and may parry allowing the model to use the rules for shielding
1: Mm, okay 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 okay
0: because you don't have armor or a shield in this path right so there's you can only get plus one defense like you get strength slash defense you can increase both by one but if you Mm. get staff master you also get plus one defense and you can parry with your hand and a half club what do you think Tell me, there's burly somewhere.
1: Tell me, there's burly somewhere in this list.
0: There is not burly.
1: Okay, then if that's the case, I would almost dump the plus one defense, Mm -hmm. and because you're a staff master, you know how to Mm -hmm. use it as a shield, but you can also use it two handed without suffering the negatives. You know what I mean? So it's like I
0: I think that goes more in line um, with with the current mechanics in the game. Actually, your suggestion.
1: Yeah, because it's like I can wield this offensively and defensively because I've mastered the use of it. So I would yeah. definitely say no to the defense, but definitely shielding plus yeah, burly. Yeah, because
0: like the shielding or, is actually sort of the defensive part of it, mm-hmm. um, and the burly would be sort of the offensive part of it. No, when I say I've,
1: burly, it's not burly. It would actually just be you can wield it. You can go two-handed without suffering the negative because right. burly has its own additional special rules
0: yeah maybe somehow you end up with a two-handed axe and now you're burly with a two-handed axe it's like no no you're a staff master exactly you're only good with the staff okay i've I've made that note because i like it um last one okay leader of the pack this hero can have two creatures instead of one as long as they are both hunting dogs sorry as long as they are both hunting dogs Also, any friendly hunting dogs within three inches of this hero may re-roll failed courage tests. So basically what this does is in the game, only your leader and your two sergeants can take a creature, okay? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. this this guy though now can take two creatures as long Mm -hmm. as they're both hunting dogs. So now you could potentially have more than three in your warband, and also only friendly hunting dogs within three inches of this hero may re-roll failed courage tests because they do what you say, even if it's scary because you're the leader of the pack.
1: So, hmm, Hobbit's courage is three base, correct? Um, um, which which it is, and this 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 um, individual could could theoretically get up to five. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. Three base is correct. All of the warrior options are started at three, and yes, this guy could get up to a maximum of five.
1: And and a hound has. Um, I think it's also three. To, yeah. I think it's three. Because I was going to suggest that <clears throat> what I think would be cool mm-hmm. is if people like when you take this. Um, this path you instantly get plus one courage because you're just so used to being in you know um, on your own on your own out there and then instead of instead of the re-roll courage it's hounds that follow this hero use that hero's courage value Mm -hmm. which has precedent because farmer maggot his hounds use his courage value while he's alive on the table Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, it's like you instantly get an immediate Courage buff to four. But if you've also rolled the Courage um, um, a, a bonus, you could have a Courage five or Courage six Hobbit, right? Mm-hmm. By virtue of this path. And then all of a sudden, your, your Hounds could be Courage five or Courage six.
0: Mm-hmm. What I what, what could do, although it's kind of sucky because it's mm-hmm. getting another Courage roll, is like on a roll of a six, you get Courage, you can go up to five. I could just change that to be go up to six. So you don't get a free courage right away, but you get a potentially higher courage than before. And then I would require to rejig this leader of the pack rule to instead of a re-roll, it would be they can use your courage.
1: Now, there's one thing that's missing here. I don't know if you want to bake this into leader of the pack, because I think it's probably a good spot for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Um... I would say hounds that, um, that have been trained by this, by this person, um, whenever they charge, they get the knock to the ground special rule. Mm. and not an extra attack because remember whenever you watch like attack dogs Mm -hmm. or something like that from the police or whatever when they Mm -hmm. jump their objective is to knock you to the ground so they've trained their hounds to knock creatures to the ground obviously Mm -hmm. man-sized only man-sized only not monsters not monsters or something but it's they're like that's what they do. They, they knock you to the ground. And so like all of a sudden that creates a huge dynamic for hobbits because it's like, ooh I get like a pseudo cav kind of thing where like yeah. a hound jumps in, knocks it to the ground. I've got another <laughs> hobbit in there. We have a staff master. And then it's just like just beating on us on someone.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, I like that idea. Um, the other idea that you mentioned previously was stock unseen. So I think that mm-hmm. would be more appropriate for this path, um, not so much for the other one. Um, but yeah, so stock unseen maybe rejig the hounds maybe give them knock to the ground for man size only, maybe change the reroll to use the hero's courage, maybe give the hero a uh, potential 6 courage and change the staff master, no plus 1 defense but give them uh, suffers no penalty for using it two handed
1: yeah. like like both of these paths Right out the gate, I would say our paths, I would take over the stock paths. And I feel like, I genuinely feel like this is a big miss with battle companies where I'm hoping mm-hmm. the next edition of battle companies leans into, and that is yeah. like war band or faction specific paths. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I,
0: I, I agree. Yeah, like like to me, the, like battle companies is, I, I don't think battle companies will ever reach its potential Um, simply because I don't think Games Workshop uh, designers will ever pay enough attention to it. Um, Whereas, you know, other games that are out there, non-Games Workshop games, like they have entire games that are similar to this game um, that have like multiple supplements available to them. The the Mm -hmm. big one is like Frostgrave, Stargrave, like it's it's like a really popular game on its own it's amazing we've both played it Mm -hmm. and they just like really flesh out the game really like work on the rules so this is kind of a similar version of that game but for lord of the rings and within the mesbg rule set um but it's kind of just been, hey, we created this really cool thing, but it's nowhere near as good as it could be, but we're not gonna do anything else with it. That That's kind of where I see this game sitting, and I'm not sure if it'll ever get more than that from Games Workshop. Like, I've, I've talked before about the edition that's been uh, put out by the uh, player community, forgive me, I, I can't remember the name of the community, but um, it's, a, it's a fan-based, uh, basically second edition, of battle companies and already it's like so much better than the Games Workshop one just because they correct everything but there could be like so much done with battle companies but the problem is if they do stuff with battle companies then they're not doing stuff for the main MESBG game and you know I don't think the player base at large would be in favor of that like I would but I don't think everyone else would
1: you know what what surprises me why don't like this is this is the perfect opportunity, because I mean, like I keep saying this with, with, with Games Workshop and specialist games, specialist games are kind of the one upper, the, the one place where you can f- fool around with like really outside the box ideas. Mm-hmm. Right. And if like, it doesn't work, it's not affecting your main profit stream. And mm-hmm. it's like one of the things they don't do, to my knowledge, in a big way is outsource right yeah. and i mean like this is an opportunity to come in and say hey the people who make this this other battle companies game we want this to be the official game what yeah. do we need to do to sort of pick this up and on yeah. top of that what do we need to do for you to continue to continue licensing this from you and mm-hmm. to like keep you to keep improving it right well like, like
0: right now you know what i mean like sorry to interrupt you but like right now like the the designers of the game could just reprint battle companies and use the version like the fan created version because like the people that wrote that fan created version they don't own the rights for that it's it's a games workshop game right so they could just say hey you know we could do it anyway but could we have your permission to just like reprint this right well as the official version
1: like i I would also throw them some money because they put a lot of effort yeah whatever i mean that would
0: that would be you know that would be the best thing to do for sure um, but, but the
1: other piece here is like you all clearly have the right direction that we want to move this in. So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're going to come back to you periodically and we want you to create a supplement yeah. for us. We'll yeah. give you a cut, obviously, uh, for royalties and whatnot. And all of a sudden we just have this other game that's continually coming up. Supplements yeah. coming up every, like every year and mm-hmm. it's not impacting the main product line at all. It's just mm-hmm. reinforcing it and supporting it.
0: Yeah, like we see the yeah. same thing happening now with War Master, which is the 10 millimeter sort of yeah. uh, Warhammer game that they developed. So it's been totally adopted by uh, a player based community, and it's kind of seems to have the approval of. Games Workshop, like they're not doing anything with the game anymore, and like mm-hmm. so, like they've done a new edition of the rules. They've put out new armies. You know, they do mm-hmm. regular updates the same way GW does. So, like, I think you know, if the, if they're not going to do anything else with this game, that they sh- they should just allow that to happen with mm-hmm. with Battle Companies. You know, because Agreed. back back in the day, like in I don't know when it stopped, but at least in the 80s and 90s when they when they used to have like now they just have white dwarf but they also used to have the citadel journal which is oh, yeah, which yeah. was kind of the more like it had it included a lot of fan based fan written mm-hmm. stuff in it they they used to throw out stuff like you know these paths that i've just gone through they used mm-hmm. to throw stuff like that out in the citadel journal so people could use it in their games if they wanted but mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of unofficial it's just like it's, it's a space where where people can produce and and issue content for the game that may not be sort of totally official in in the game itself yeah
1: I really think they should bring that back, to be honest, because I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many people out there that can design like you have so many th- these types of specialist games that there's a there's a market for and you wouldn't create a mm-hmm. physical journal. This could just be a digital PDF yeah. and like your job as Games Workshop is literally just to be like, look, we're going to rubber stamp this as being allowed. Um, yeah. But like we still have to go through the approval process and yeah. we'll just sort of collate stuff together and make sure it's under the, the correct consistency of marketing and whatnot. But I mean, like, um, yeah, why not? Like, this is an opportunity yeah. for you to dive in and to use that to be like, like hey, um, you can create this stuff the far faster than we could. And it, it, yeah. it appeals to the, it more importantly, it appeals to the audience that's in this niche of a niche kind of area yeah. that we don't have insights into you do so let's tap into that
0: and and they are kind of like from a sales perspective <clears throat> they are kind of addressing this because uh i they they did i i think they still do have a section in their website um for battle companies where you can go in and like buy a battle company which is basically you're buying like a whole bunch of hobbits or a whole bunch mm-hmm. of books or or whatever yeah. so it's like it's they are sort of still marketing Uh, battle companies in that way but i mean those would probably get a lot more activity if if they would if they would support the rule set a little bit more i mean there's so much you could do that i've i've thought of with with battle companies and yeah just the way the where the game is right now and where games workshop is right now i just don't see it ever happening like i'd love to see them just put out like box set sort of scenarios that contain a few miniatures and rules and you know scenarios and campaign ideas and and stuff like that. Well but.
1: this is this is a perfect opportunity to be like look we're going to outsource this because mm-hmm. even if we make a couple of bucks there's an opportunity for this to grow into something massive that we could then maybe like capitalize on. Like yep. one of the things the one way in which you make this big is you have a GW tournament at Mm -hmm. Warhammer World. That's just a battle companies thing. It's a two day event, 10 games. We focus on the theme and all that kind of stuff. And I guarantee you, guarantee you, this will build into something massive. Like Blood Bowl, when it stopped being hosted by Games Workshop, it has some of the biggest tournaments in the UK. Like 300 people come out to this thing. And it's like, 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 I love playing MESBG, but man, the addiction of playing battle companies it's double that. Like it's just mm-hmm. so much fun to go to a Battle Companies event because um, you're just like five games. I have no idea what I'm going to play, who I'm going to play. Yeah. And it's like the, 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 the entry cost is way lower than buying an actual army. Yeah. I can go out yeah. there, buy a Battle Companies box, a couple of blisters, way cheaper than an actual army. And boom, mm-hmm. I've got I've got enough for a whole day. And I'm going to have a yeah. ton of fun.
0: Well, Battle Companies to me, it's it's like... It's like the vehicle to introduce new people to MESBG um, in the game. And like, I would just like to see them do more with more with it
1: agreed and uh, you never know you never know with, with the mm-hmm. new purchase the new license um, there could be an opportunity here for uh, for Games mm-hmm. Workshop to really sort of amp this up but yeah G-Dubs if you're listening hopefully you are outsource this to the, 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 the already designed already vetted already mm-hmm. well balanced game that exists that's okay. substantially more comprehensive than what you currently have yep. get that in house with your brand on it and make that be your new battle companies moving forward
0: absolutely for sure totally agree all right, sir. Well, that's the end of my uh, Hobbit rant. The anatomy of a Hobbit, Frank and Hobbit, Paths. But that's what I do, man. I like I write paths. I write crazy stuff. Hey, man. You know, I'm wait all there wait for till you. I show you
1: my dwarf ones. Oh, boy.
0: We got oh some man. dwarf paths. I, yeah,
1: I was looking at the warbands. I was looking at the different warbands and factions, and I was just like, oh, that one looks good. Oh, that one looks good. Oh, that one looks good. And I'm like, I literally. I bought an entire thousand-point army that mm-hmm. I'm still working on, and it's all going to be hush-hush because hush, I'm not I'm that type of person. Oh, but this isn't the, this point...
0: isn't the Hobbits you're talking about right now.
1: No, this is another oh, thousand-point this... army. I bought. Oh boy! Oh, this is based on looking at a battle company's warband and being like, "Oh my god, I want to play this," and then <laughs> yeah. buying some models and be like, "I want to take this even further," and all of a sudden, I now <laughs> have a thousand-point army built. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and so I'm this te- is
0: a, this is a teaser yeah, oh yeah this is a teaser, teaser here this, so
1: i have i have mm. i have 800 points going to be a thousand points of hobbits um and i have a thousand points of another army and that was just because of mm. power companies yeah good or
0: evil give us that come on is this new one it's, good it's, it's or evil, evil? it's, evil. it's evil. evil oh boy okay yeah, no, that yeah, makes yeah. sense because you did Hobbit's good army Do something else. Yeah, army.
1: exactly. Well, I'm an, I'm an evil player at heart. Um, I've always been evil. I love evil yeah. armies. But then, you know, the ner- ring race got nerfed into like five ways from Sunday with uh, mm-hmm. the new edition I just sort of like went good. And when I went good, it was like, of like bitter tastes in your mouth. Yeah, my,
0: this just doesn't you know, feel right.
1: Yeah. No. So whenever we, whenever yeah. I do a roll, the funny thing is, whenever I do a roll off, you know, like you do know, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Like in the rule book, it's one, two, three if you're evil, four, five, six if you're good. Mm-hmm. And even like if I'm playing another good player, I'm always like, look, I'm evil. One, two, three. Okay, that's it. There's mm-hmm. no debate here. I'm evil. Yeah. Just, I'm rolling evil. So yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like when you put on a new shirt when you're trying a new shirt and you put it on, and it's like, well, it's it's my size, but it just doesn't feel right.
1: It just doesn't feel right, you know. Like when you when you throw on like if you're a, if you're a T-shirt kind of guy and you put on a golf shirt, you're like, yeah, it kind of does the same thing, but it's like, what's this thing at the top, you know?
0: <laughs> All right, sir. Well, As I sir. think that's a that's a wrap for for this episode. Um, any final thoughts or?
1: I I know we had settled on a format that was going to be one hour so that we can get through these sessions, mm-hmm. and looking at the timer pre. Edits is yeah. substantially more than an hour. <laughs> yeah, next time, next time, next time, next time.
0: All right, all right. Well, Any th- final th- thoughts, okay. thoughts from you? Uh, no, I think I'm good this time around. Um, all right, sir, we'll just leave it there. Sounds all right, well, me. thank you everybody for joining us for another episode here on North of the Shire.